This is Symposium. After I finished the book, I wanted to know exactly what the truth behind that was. Krishna opens his mouth and she looks at his mouth and she sees the whole universe. If you go back and watch Friends, they never talk about politics. And it's not a big surprise, but it's kind of like, really? Like it never came up? He had to reevaluate his whole student senate and they, he straight up told them we need to reevaluate ourselves and check ourselves. Which is fascinating and wonderful in so many different ways. Breaking up is never an easy thing to do, of course. I think people have a tough time communicating now, especially with, we have phones. I mean, we're doing less and less face-to-face communication, I would say. And I think it can impact people, especially like ghosting, because it's it's not as simple as having to walk down the street, knock on the door and tell them. Now you can just do it over your phone. This is third-year EMU communication major David Graham discussing the study he prepared for the 2020 undergraduate symposium titled, To Ghost or Not to Ghost? That is the question. David explains the notoriously modern concept of ghosting for those who haven't had the misfortune of encountering it. In the most simplest terms, it's like, this is like how I'm going about it, not just like dating-wise, but just any sort of relationship you have and cutting off communication unexpectedly, you know, sort of just like out of the blue, so to speak. So that's how I would describe ghosting. So other than dating apps and other social media sites, what other online platforms do people ghost on? It's the majority of those like messaging apps, I would say, actually. I'm sure people could ghost on Snapchat, for example, but you can always see, I mean, not always, they have their location off, but I would say a majority happens on those messaging apps just because there's less face-to-face interactions. I mean, I haven't done research specifically in Snap. I mean, if the ghosting has happened on Snapchat per se, but I would say, like, when you do Snapchat, you can probably have a have an idea of what some how someone's saying a particular message based on their face. But I would say majority of it happens with these dating apps, or even meeting someone over like Instagram or something over their messaging app, like the messaging feature of it. So, and I think it's like just the there's no I want to say best way to ghost, but it's it's like the main way that people go, which is because, you know, they're not going to see me. They don't know where I am or they're, gonna, they're probably going to assume I'm busy or something. So I would say it happens the majority on messaging apps. But I am definitely curious to see if it were to have on like, you know, Snapchat or even something else. It doesn't like just stay in relationships, like intimate, like, you know, spans from work to friendships, even professors. My intention of like making this PowerPoint, obviously, or like this this research was to find out more about ghosting. I wasn't going to say like I was going to be able to eradicate it or anything, but I think it's important to like bring awareness of the issue. So I did anecdotal research. I was looking at you know blogs and websites, and you know it's obviously has affected a lot of people. I think just like being aware of it, especially in our times, and realizing that hey, this is probably not the best way to end or just go about life in general, you know? You know, I would say, like, I wanted to interview people, I mean, this upcoming year with their ghosting stories, if they were the ghoster or the ghosty or both. This was just, like, a baseline for this year about what I, like, the research, just so I can get a good foundation, so to speak, and then use the interviews to build up and try to learn why people are ghosting. David's research was largely guided by a communication theory called the social info processing theory. Pretty much the theory was saying how 
relationships can still happen over online and can still lead to an intimate relationship, but it does take a little bit longer. It certainly does take longer to form a relationship online for obvious reasons. You know, you're not meeting them in person. You're not seeing like how they're reacting. You know, there's a lot of context you can't really get from a message. I would say based on the research on this theory alone, it just, the theory kind of helped uh, spur the thought of this research. Just because, at least with me, I would think people could form relationships over dating apps. Like, I, I know people who've, like, found relationships through dating apps. And so they're not all bad, but it's still, like, a way, like, a very unconventional way, in my opinion, to, like, form a relationship. But it's possible. So, and just seeing this theory, it made me just think, so why do people ghost? Because, you know, there is some disclosure going on through those messages. You know, it's not like you're just meeting a random person. And that's that, you know, you're still learning about them. You're still forming some sort of relationship. So that's what really like wanted me to like really research this and find out about this because people don't just go on a whim. There's 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 got to be a reason for it. And I want to find out that reason. Why do you think people ghost based off of your anecdotal research? Well, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, not being able to talk properly or like having issues like communication issues and Whatever, like, that relationship was, it could stem from that, like, this beginning of the relationship, not being able to communicate, but also, like, past experiences. There was a website that actually quoted the people who did ghost, the people who were ghosted, and a lot of the people who did ghost were saying um, some of the reasons, like, oh, I thought this was, like, since it was a dating app, I thought this was, like, the, pretty much, like, the norm of finding someone over a dating app, I thought ghosting was normal, to even, like, I don't know how to go about breaking up with per, uh, someone, and the, there was a quote I got from one of the websites, blogs I got, I uh, was researching where they called them like, quote unquote, uh, versions of breaking up, you know, that, you know, they just don't know how to break up properly. And again, I think it's, it definitely doesn't help that we're all on social media and we can message, you know, I mean, yeah, it is hard because, you know, you don't want to say, oh, it's your fault or it's my fault, you know, it's, it's awkward, but is needed just because, again, closure is important, I think, and learning from any relationship is important. What are the effects of ghosting on the person who was ghosted? Well, I would say confusion would be one. Whenever when I was going into and researching, the, a word that's always been used is getting closure, at least with like what I believe is any sort of relationship, bad or good, you can always get something from it. But when you you know, cut off a, like a relationship, like don't say anything, just break off with the person. You don't know if you did something wrong. Cause I always think it's like a way to like, you know, reflect on yourself. And if you don't know what you did, how can you learn from it? So that's like what I was kind of talking about with like the closure thing. But I think it affects future relationships. I would even say for the ghoster because they're obviously avoiding talking to the person for a reason. So in a way I would, I would say there's a good chance they're probably going to do it again in the future because, you know, they don't know the the proper and more play way, I guess, of breaking up. Yeah, definitely confusion from lack of closure. It's going to affect the relationship, maybe trust-wise, maybe get anxiety from their next relationship. I I think can, the mental scarring of, like, what it could do to someone can be so, I would say, prolonged, you know, those would probably be the three things, like just confusion from not getting closure. I think the anxiety of maybe even going to another relationship and then just the unknowingness, the untrustworthiness of going to another relationship. David's study of ghosting is relevant to our generation of college students who frequently use social media to communicate with one another. While people can connect quickly on social media, they can just as quickly disconnect from one another. Communication is key in any relationship. 
Ghosting is a harmful excuse to avoid properly talking about ending them. Thanks again for David to taking the time to talk with me, and special thanks to Amy Berenger for all of her help with the series. To read David's abstract or learn more about the undergraduate symposium, visit edmish.edu symposium. You can find more stories like this at easternecho.com, and you can reach our podcast section via email at podcast at easternecho.com. This episode of Symposium was written by yours truly, Kayla Trefill, and produced by Ronya Kabansog and Lauren Smith. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday.